Alternative Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors, rise! Get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors, rise! Wow, Warriors, holy cow. I know we say this every time, but every week we get on, the news is just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. But First of all, who are we and what are we doing here? I'm Coach JB and this is Ken Mack. And so we are across the world coming together to bring you information so you can make informed decisions. We are not financial advisors, just not financial advice. We're just documenting our journey into this new world from industrial to technical, the shift in the world through consciousness. So if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you give us a five-star review. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, make sure you send this to a friend or family member. A lot of this type of information doesn't get a lot of reach because it's truth, right? And when we speak truth, people get very uncomfortable. But what's happening right now is the wool's being pulled over the eyes of many, many people, just like in the Roman days. Everybody's in the Colosseum, drunk off the wine. As they look this way, there's a whole nother narrative going on this way. And to be honest with you guys, we've been doing this for a while now, Ken and I, and I've been doing this for three years on my YouTube channel. It has never been this thick. The weeds are getting really, really thick. So we'll talk a little bit about FTX, share our opinion on that, what's happening. There's a lot of crazy news with that. I'm studying China, what's happening in China right now with the protests going on. What I believe is happening is people are having an awakening right now. People are sick and tired of being sick and tired. They're sick and tired of being locked down. And I'm not going against anybody. All I know is that I'm going to do the best I can to free my family and to work to build generational wealth. And this is the greatest time in history to do that because everything comes collapsing down. That is the greatest time to buy in, just like Warren Buffett says, blood in the street. So as we always do, Ken Mack, where are you located in the world today? Hey, what's up, guys? It's great to be here. And I'm in the deal-making factory in Dubai. Yeah, this is crazy, man. Every single week that we come on, there's at least one major event that's taking place. Um, You know, we've had uh, the the China, uh, the clashes in China, which is absolutely insane. We've had the Balenciaga um, situation, which mm. is absolutely disgusting. Um, we've got um, you know news just in as well. The founder of crypto company Tianian Coolander was found dead, thirty years of age. Uh, he's got links sudden death, and he's got links with um, with FDX. Wow! And uh, man, there's so many crazy things happening, and it's like, where, where do you start? Yeah. Like what what is actually going on dude like this is uh this is insanity yeah, what I think, honestly, what I think is happening right now is, you know, it's it's the whole adage of, you know, if you go back 2000 years ago, right? So when the, the crucifixion, crucifixion of Jesus, if I'm saying that correctly, who did we crucify? We crucified the Jesus and we saved the murder. And it's like this conscious awareness that we're living right now. And we're too far in the left hemisphere of the brain. And I really believe that there's this massive awakening happening. Now, the problem is when there's a massive awakening of, of higher consciousness beings. And I'm not talking religion. I don't whatever religion you are, if you're Muslim. Muslim, if you're Church of Latter-day Saints, Catholic, Buddhist, whatever you are, you know, I respect that. But what I really believe is people are starting to awaken with this information because think about uh, what, you know, Ken, 30 years ago or even 20 years ago, you just had to believe the television, right? That's all you had, the television. As you said, they're looking at a box, they're getting programming, and they believed when they heard that the news said something that that was the truth and everything was negative on the news. They programmed our children through Disney all the way up to where we're at now through our education system, our medical system, our food system. And now people are like, wait a minute, man. 
wait a minute, like Bit Boy's down in the Bahamas right now, dude. He's knocking on Sam Free. the guy, man. Yeah, Respect. Dude. He's knocking on his door right now. So now what's happening is we are all allowed to be our own journalist, right? And so now we're starting to poke holes in uh, – well, we have uh, Carrie Lake. She's in Arizona here. She's um, She won. She won the Republican uh, – she won basically the – the head of Arizona. So basically, Carrie Lake left the media because she was she was a newscaster, uh, newscaster. Is that what they're called? Newscasters or yeah, newscaster on the local news. Right. And I, I grew up watching her and she bailed because of all the fake news and actually went into politics, man, which is kind of cool. And she's she's like uh, an awakened uh, politician. You could just say she's calling people out, man. So I think what's I think what's happening is is the world is consciously going through an awakening and a lot of people who are asleep and it's not the people listening to the channel right now, but a lot of people are asleep. It's feeling very, very uncomfortable. Balenciaga, you got uh, the shit happening in China right now. I'll be reporting on that. I mean, there's massive protests going on in China and you got Klaus Schwab saying that China is the model for nations. It's like, come on, man. We got, uh, you know, uh, uh, Larry Fink from uh, BlackRock connected with World Economic Forum. He's on the board of trustees to move the mission forward of the World Economic Forum. I think about that for just a moment. Larry Fink sits on the board of trustees for the World Economic Forum. He is the head of the largest asset manager in the world. And his job is to move the mission forward of the World Economic Forum. And Klaus Schwab is saying that China's model is one that should be implemented in the nations. I'm like, guys, guys, so evil, man. Like, who, who, like, where did this guy come from? Like, what, what is his problem? Like, seriously, what is this guy's problem? I, I don't know. Like, he, he's a strong word, word but he's pure <sighs> evil. This guy is evil. Yeah, I wonder what is it? Like, you think about it, too. What is he? I, I just, well, I, I think what it is, is this the love of power. You know, you think like, um, I just read, uh, I took uh, Kim Kardashian's tweet and I posted. I was like, I said, don't know. Here's what I put in the tweet. I was like, don't sell your soul for money, guys. Like, she posted about Balenciaga and I was like, and I usually don't get involved in this stuff, but I've been talking a lot about not selling your soul for money. And I put, uh, so she put a tweet out and it says, I've been quiet for the past few days, not because I've been disgusted or outraged at the recent busy, the, uh, outrage at the Balenciaga, but because I wanted the opportunity to speak to the team. I appreciate Balenciaga's removing the campaign and apologize. I'm speaking with them. I believe they understand the seriousness of this issue and will take necessary measures to make sure it doesn't happen again. As my future with Balenciaga, I'm currently reevaluating the relationship. I'm like, this is not even something that you need to think of. You need to take your clothes out of the motherfucking wardrobe, burn that shit, block yeah. them. Like, yep. this is evil, man. Yeah. This is evil. This, is, well, this, this stuff is just not right. It's it should be a evil. hard no. There should be non-negotiable. You have children. Like, not even if you don't have children. Like, that should be... I'm reevaluating my relationship with them. What I'm doing is I'm seeing how much money I'm going to lose. And that's that goes into what we're talking about today is the moral compass of people. And it goes into FTX and all the things happening is, you know, FTX was a big moral disaster. That's what it was. There was so much money being made and so many politicians being paid off. And it'll be really interesting to see how I since Bernie Madoff, we've never had anything like this, right? This massive. And then I'm really seeing the the effect of um they, they were, dude, they're talking about Florida. And this is wild how much this dude affected the world. FTX collapse, Florida nightclubs are losing, are almost going out of business because there were so many people that were making money on FTX. They were hitting the clubs and popping bottles and they're not doing it anymore. So, so many people lost their money in Florida. I'm like, wow, I didn't even, I mean, you know, it's just an interesting dynamic. And then what who, you said uh, in the beginning, you said somebody just was found dead for the FTX thing. Yeah, I'm just uh, reading it now. It's all over the news, uh, mainstream media. Uh, founder of crypto company uh, Tyanitin, a Kulander, was found dead at 30. Um, 30 years of age. Mm, yeah. uh, unexpected, uh, unknown circumstances. And also, by the way, uh, at the G20 meeting in Indonesia, um, the, the leaders have agreed to a global V passport system. Can you believe that? They've secretly wow. signed, not secretly, but away from the mainstream media. Like, you just need to Google it. And it's all over. Looking at it, it's only news now. And they have, you know, behind the scenes, signed a declaration to implement a V passport for freedom of movement. Wow. Unbelievable. And, and this has not been reported, um, you know, in the main, you know, CNBC, blah, blah, blah. But it's there. Like, all you need to do is go on Google and type in um, G20. In mm -hmm. Indonesia, uh, V passport, and it's all there. 
Unbelievable. Wow. This is crazy, man. So what do you think about what the FTX thing and all like the what's going to happen? Well, I, I I feel that this is a massive catalyst for regulation. Obviously, they're going to rush in regulation. Yeah. Then Russia yesterday, if you guys watched my YouTube video this morning, uh, Russia announced that they are moving into blockchain digital assets. And he was it, it's kind of confusing because in July he said that he was going to ban people in the in the country to trade back and forth or to use digital assets but he wants to allow it for international trade and so he said to avoid the third parties right to avoid banks and so what i truly believe is that bank of america wells fargo chase they're already doing it wells fargo's with r3 bank of america's with ripple and jpm has jpm coin which is onyx which is their own platform and what they're going to be is like coinbase will be a bank and a cryptocurrency exchange and then wells fargo will be a bank and a cryptocurrency exchange and so I see where Putin's going with this. He's like, listen, F the banks, F the centralized systems. We're going to just go peer to peer, but the banks will just be transactory. But I think how they're going to do it is they're going to, they're going to have, they're going to regulate the shit out of everything. And all these exchanges are going to get shut down and they're only going to have certain on ramps and off ramps. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. What do you think is happening with all this? stuff? Well, if that does happen, it's most certainly going to be the next black swan. And that's mm -hmm. going to shock the price of Bitcoin and it's going to, you know, we could see six to nine K 10 K like that will be the catalyst to bring us down to that level. Mm. Um, I believe as well that the FTX situation with uh, Sam's political connections his, uh, mm. his family's political connections, that this was the plan since the very beginning to introduce regulation into the cryptocurrency markets, into mm. the industry. Um, I don't believe that he is going to go to jail. Um, it's just such an odd situation, completely mm -hmm. odd. But imagine, you know, imagine Binance goes down. Imagine USDT mm -hmm. depegs. Like, man, if that happens, you know, the best thing that you guys can do right now is to change your USDT for USDC. This is not financial advice. This is what I'm doing, okay? So mm -hmm. I am changing all of my USDT for USDC and mm -hmm. I'm removing all of my assets from the exchanges. Uh, well, it's already been done and I'm putting it on a hardware wallet. I've got multiple hardware wallets um, that I'm distributing my assets between because you cannot have everything all in one place. Right. And people might be asking, oh, you know, of, of what? assets that I have left after being completely wrecked this year with everything that's happened. But uh, you know, whatever you've got there, break it up and put it between multiple devices and get it off of Binance. Don't be keeping things in Binance. This is like, I don't trust exchanges, dude. Like mm. even Bybit and Binance mm. and all of the future trading exchanges, they can see where your stop losses are. They can trade against oh, yeah. people. This is a casino, man. This mm -hmm. is, is a casino. So, you know, it's so high risk, man, trading on these exchanges, yeah. holding any assets in these exchanges. And the bottom line is that you're better to just stick with the top cryptocurrencies, the top 10, what's always been there since yeah. the beginning. What's it been? It's been Ethereum, Bitcoin, mm -hmm. XRP, mm -hmm. and XLM, a few of the yeah. others. And that's it. You know, they have been there since the beginning. And, yep. and it, it always goes back to the very same situation. If people start stacking the same good old assets, XRP, Ethereum, XLM, uh, Bitcoin. Yep. Like we're living in a dangerous time. Very yeah, dangerous time. The greed, the greed model's done, man. The whole thing is like the pump and dumps and all that stuff. That's what's going to get smashed. But I agree with this too, uh, Constance uh, Discipline, is as of yesterday, I disagree with magnifying negativity and bullying. I completely agree with that. I, I don't agree with the bullying and, you know, chasing people down, you know. You're going to be a good person. Peace, positivity, yeah, like yeah. nothing good comes of, nothing. you know what, man? Nothing. What I think, you know, what BitBoy is doing is bullying. He's, he is kind of bullying the guy. You know, the, the guy is probably having a nightmare, a living nightmare, mm. which yep. he deserves. Yep. But uh, at the end of the day, I don't wish any badness on anybody. Bullying tactics is, um, you know, the, the universe has its own way of dealing with those who do wrong. 1,000. And you've got to just let, uh, like, let things take its course. But, uh, you know, I suppose a guy will get publicity. Uh, he'll get a lot of attention. Um, so it could be motivated by attention mm -hmm. as we know attention is currency so 
Mm-hmm. I agree with uh, with that comment that the bullying is you know, this is not my forty. Yeah, it's just not my. And also too, it's like I I want peace and prosperity and love and unconditional love for other human beings. And also too. I have plenty of skeletons in my closet. <laughs> I have enough problems in my life that I don't need to be put. I, I believe in like I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus. And, you know, Jesus says, you know, if you if you before you pull the straw out of somebody else's pull the stick out of your eye. Right. Pull the yeah. staff out of your eye. And it's just like it's just the way I look at it. So we agree with that. Let's see. Uh, you know how how we love our family members more than you think. Greed is all. I mean, greed is everywhere right now. And it's going to be the demise of people, guys. So I've been thinking greed about- is the worst human emotion that somebody can uh, can bring to reality. Greed will absolutely destroy you in every single way. Being greedy will completely destroy your chances of success. Um, mm. Greed is evil, is a nasty, nasty thing that takes over hu- human consciousness, especially in a time like now. Go back to what happened in 2007 when the Lemon Brothers collapsed. I seen it, dude. I was buying the businesses during that time. Yeah. And greed was rampant, man. Absolutely yeah. rampant, and um, yeah, the the best thing that you can do is just to stand back and uh, just be a good person. Just be yeah. calm, collective, and be a good person. Yeah, James, my man, has been following. Said, but I've been following you for a while, dude. If you can only Illuminati blank, I'm out. Uh, Illuminati I'm sure. bastard, Illuminati bullshit. Uh, uh, Illuminati yeah. bullshit. Okay. Oh yeah, we're not yeah, diving into that stuff. We're just just nah, talking nah, facts, nah, figures, nah. numbers, logic. Yeah, I, I don't do the Illuminati. <laughs> I don't mess with <laughs> FTX, FTX is not the story. Uh, it's funny. I showed this ring. So my family, my family. Oh shit. My family is uh was was Freemason. So I got this ring here. I showed that. And everybody's wow. like, he's part of the Illuminati. So it's my grandpa's <laughs> old ring. And I'm like, they were yeah, they were definitely part of the freemasons and so but yeah i'm not playing with that stuff dude i got my own organization called the coach jv organization <laughs> no definitely not jumping that ftx store is not the story this is a distraction now um now think of many little exchanges that are now I've got some illuminati shit here as well let me see this there we are um freemasons there we go see the rings everybody's gonna all the rumors are gonna go <laughs> <laughs> people yeah it's, it's an interesting dynamic the freemasons were you know they were a powerful group of individuals who came together to support each other and things like that and so things have changed pretty dramatically like the way it used to be uh binance has many wallets and other exchanges let's see usdt will depeg and by the way we're not part of luminata just so you know <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not and uh Memor- hey. memorable how, how'd you say it memorable memorabilia memorabilia yeah uh, that's what everybody should have been like, doing in the beginning. Um, let's see. Why multiple wallets? Um, great question. So the, he's, I think he's asked you about the multiple cold wallets. Well, <laughs> have a, imagine having everything on Anchor, okay? When mm-hmm. Terra Luna collapsed, then you lose everything. Imagine having everything on FTX, then you lose everything. Yep. So imagine your wallet gets hacked, then you lose everything. So yep. the best thing that you can do is maybe have a trust wallet hot wallet, a MetaMask, mm-hmm. buy maybe one or two ledgers, you can buy them in packs, and maybe a Trezor or a SafePal or whatever else takes, takes your fancy because at the end of the day, you know, you cannot trust anything and everything is hackable. You don't know if there's any back doors that's been coded into these, uh, you know, cold or uh, hot wallets. This, this is possible. This is completely possible. You cannot trust anything in today's world. Not a thing. So this is cool. So rules uh, for a person regarding exchanges. If exchanges are using your assets to make money, red flag. Well, that's the interesting thing about this is a great comment because what what happened was as I was watching this stuff is so what banks do, right? You deposit your money, the banks take your money and they lend it out. So banks, that's all banks do is that's a bank is just holding your money. money Yeah, it's a money shop. And so basically that's what exchanges are too. But the problem with (laughs) the exchanges is there's no regulation. There was like the FTX thing. It was just, everything was fake. It was weird. Like now that they're diving into it and it's like, they're literally just made up numbers just like the bank. But the difference is, they got the Federal Reserve to bail them out. The banks do. They have, you know, FDIC insurance, things like that. So that's what the whole narrative is. Problem, reaction, solution. They want these problems happening. They want these problems happening in Congress because they want to come up with the reaction in the people. And then they come in as the heroes with the solution. It's like, here's the solution. We're here to save you. You know, anytime the government says they're here to save you, run as fast as you can. But anytime there's someone accepting money, right? So for example, uh, 
like a hard money lender. They give you money. They expect money back, right? They're doing everybody that takes money and holds your money is doing something with it, right? They're investing in something. That's what a bank is. So you can be your own bank and people would be shocked on um, how easily it is to start your own bank. If you have enough capital and enough money, you can actually start your own bank. It's not that difficult. And what you're doing as a bank, you're working to raise capital and then you would take it and lend it out. That's how you make money. And then you have fee income. So now the different structure with banks is now what's happening is the interest rates are super high, right? So people aren't lending, only the wealthy are, are doing loans. Um, and then you look at uh, fee income, right? So it's all going to be around. So fee income, capital markets income, and interest income is how banks make money. So if the stock market collapses next couple of years, then they're not going to be making capital markets income. They're only going to make fee income, which makes sense with distributed ledger technology and what Russia just said, going into blockchain and ODL on-demand liquidity. When money moves at the speed of light and we're paying... If you're paying Ripple or XLM a penny to move $10,000, the bank is going to charge you 30 cents. So they're going to make a shitload more money because they're going to provide convenience for you and move money at the speed of light. And they're going to be making massive amounts of transaction fees. So that's where they make all their money. Transaction fees, okay, or banking account transaction fees, capital markets, which is the stock market income and trading, things like that, and interest income. So we all know interest rates are super high, so there's not going to be making a ton of interest income. So they're only going to be able to make money off of fee income, which is going to be um, which is going to be the new model. It's going to be customer service. Let's see. People, people got lost in the sauce trying to make money and forgot just buy and hold. Absolutely, man. Always long-term. Putin calls for creation of an independent blockchain-based settlement network. Who's that? Putin. He's calling for the creation of an independent blockchain-based settlement network, just what you were saying. Yeah, he wants read, to... Reading on the news here just now. Yeah, he wants to disconnect from like the central banks and stuff like that, So, which is, is so interesting because it goes into the whole narrative of when Russia invaded Ukraine, the first thing the U.S. did was remove them from the SWIFT system. It's so cool to see like what we've been reporting because Russia removed them or we tried to remove them from the SWIFT system. So then that started the blockchain narrative. And then it was like, you know, then Ukraine got funded very quickly through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And then when Canada had their protest, people were funding the protesters with with Bitcoin or whatever. And then the bank shut them down over there. So it's all this narrative to move away from this centralized party in control mechanism. That's what Russia wants to do. And then you got freaking Klaus Schwab saying that China has the model for nations. It's like, I mean, we're literally living in a movie right now. I mean, it's pretty well. The best thing you can do is to become your own central bank. Yeah. And to become your own central bank, like what I mean by that is um, creating sovereign wealth. So that mm -hmm. could be stacking your silver, stacking your gold, acquiring businesses, buying up small businesses, in different industries. So you've got, you're selling products or services, and these products or services are generating income. Then you're taking the income and investing that into gold and silver, which you can control. Mm -hmm. Your Bitcoin, XRP, Ethereum, if you want to take more risk. Yep. And also, you could be buying up real estate, which is generating rental yield through short and long-term rental strategies. You could be investing in land. You could be investing in other precious metals like rhodium, palladium, platinum. So to become your own central bank, you want to be stacking as many assets as you physically can and over a long period of time. Yep, 100%. And that's that's what I've been really thinking about is land. That's what's on my mind is getting land. Getting So, so for example, what I'm doing right now is I'm getting access to capital. I sold equity, a small percentage of equity, one of my companies. I got access to capital. I'm deploying it into, I'm holding on the sidelines, waiting for this big, massive dip that I believe is coming. Mm -hmm. It dips down. If not, I'm going to put it into real estate. So I'm going to start getting, like, I guess my brain, when I came back from Peru, I couldn't stop thinking about this, Ken. When I was in Peru, my brain, while I'm in these experiences, kept saying land, like land. Like it kept, mm -hmm. it kept like connecting me to earth and like, you need to accumulate land. You need to accumulate physical things right and so i have you know my nice crypto portfolio which i'm just holding long term and now i'm really focused on land so we're looking at some property up north in arizona um just really getting that physical because i just don't like this feeling of this i want a mix of like this the quantum fine crypto yeah. all on a freaking you know whatever it's just a number in a computer it's a number on a fucking screen and then but i just my brain is now like i don't know it's like this old going back to the old generations of like owning something like a land or you know, property. And so that's just where my brain is going. I don't know. Well, land, dude, this is the best asset that you can hold. You know, land, man, it's the, uh, you cannot replace 
an acre of land because that is the only acre of land in the world in that location. Yeah. So it's always been the best investment, land, gold, and silver. Mm. You know, they don't need the cash flow. They just need to be there because you know, over time they appreciate. Historically, they have. This is mm -hmm. what happens. Yep. Let's see. Probably get banned trying to sell those on eBay. I'm not sure. Though. <laughs> a MetaMask is funded by consent. Yeah, so that was crazy. That was some news I broke last week. Consensus. So check a uh, consensus. Consensus. It was spelled a little off. So 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 consent. So everybody was running to MetaMask because. Um, and I'm not saying that was a wrong move, but just hear me out, guys. And I've been saying this for a long time. I feel like everybody's being played, man. It's like it's like a game. Like everywhere you run, they're like, gotcha, gotcha. And so consensus is connected to Ethereum, right? Ethereum Enterprises uh, or Ethereum Enterprise, right? So consensus is, is works with Ethereum. And so what they, they admitted is that consensus was taking information from MetaMask uh, uh, your information basically so everywhere you go they're tracking your information so a lot of people went to metamask because they thought their information couldn't be tracked but they're tracking these transactions or the information so it's like man um and jeff lubin i'll have to look into that I'm, i don't know who jeff lubin is sorry about that but i was just like it like seems like everywhere you run they're waiting for you on the other side and so i just feel like they're going to get us all off the exchanges and then there's going to be certain regulated exchanges they're going to have to have a master account at the federal reserve or the central bank and then all your transactions will be tracked so it's like i don't, I don't know it's, it's like playing pac-man dude in real life yeah. like yeah. there's becoming nowhere to hide mm -hmm. let's see to getting hacked let's see if we've got any quick questions ask your questions here as well zoom is great wallet it is a great wallet as well we're launching um just so you guys know we made the announcement january 11 2023 and if you look up the geomantria for january 11 2023 X royalty launches our it's our own project our own ft project we're going to revolutionize um uh conferences uh people coming together uh online metaverse wait till you guys see what we're launching this thing is unbelievable we're revolutionizing how people communicate how people connect and how companies go into the metaverse which is amazing so uh you'll be using your zoom wallet to connect and that zoom wallet's amazing as well so um, how do you start your own bank? So, well, it's, it's a little bit more difficult than talking about on here, but it's not very difficult. So my CFO and I, so came from the banking sector. So I, I, I went to CBA executive banking school where you, you get a certificate in banking. Um, you just have to go fill out paperwork. You have to get your charter and do all that stuff. You have to have enough funding, enough capital. And once you have enough capital and you fill out the right paperwork, it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Just, I think Andrew Tate started his own bank, didn't he? Andrew Tate's bank or something. Like the, I think it's not that difficult to start your own bank. You need capital. You need to go through the proper requirements. You need to fill out the paperwork. Anybody can start a bank. You just need the money to do it. And then you got to go through the, the due diligence process. So <clears throat> let's see. Okay, XRP going to be used to wash money during uh, Ace D game. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what do you guys think about? Is it uphold? Uh, uphold, I think you mean. Up, bold, uphold. Um, uphold, it's a lot of people use that to get their XRP. Um, all exchanges are a risk. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to put that out there because I don't want to, you know, come back. People come back. You know, all exchanges, I, you know, like, can I diversify to have some of my stuff on exchanges? I'm, I'm always transparent with you guys. I have some on a hard wallet, but I moved mine. I have mine across crypto.com, Coinbase, and Kraken. Um, uphold is where you can get XRP. You might want to move it onto something else. I don't know. I, I've, no issue with uphold. I have no nothing to say bad about them. I don't really. I mean, the exchanges. You see what's happening with these exchanges. So, um, a lot of people are buying their XRP on uphold, but I'm, that's not financial advice. Uh, but I would always get your XRP off into a cold wallet or a it's wallet. A bit, it's always the answer, man. I just get it off, put it in a cold wallet. <laughs> I love you, James. No, we we I didn't feel like you were saying that at all, man. You guys can say whatever you want. You know, I love James. You've been with us forever, dude. We appreciate you. Uh, forgive me for saying you're part of the Illuminati. I know your truth and thank you. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. It's you know, it's interesting too, because what is the Illuminati? It's it's a group of individuals who came together with a belief system and they created a secret society. And and why so think about this really quickly. So why do a lot of people make assumptions because they don't know. So I, 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 let me share this, this, this thing with you guys. I have a big old uh, conference room in the back here. And I, and I, I said this one time to somebody to explain this. So if I took a big silver box and put a massive lock on that silver box and I just went and placed it in the middle of that conference room and I just left it there and I didn't say anything. And I let like a year go by and then I leave for like two months and I come back. What do you think people would do? 
because they can't see inside the box, they would all form their own opinion. Some people say there would be a dead body in there. Some people would say there's secrets to the world. Some people would say uh, it, it, it's a new Bible. Some people, there would be so many different perceptions of what's in the box. And say I came back two years later and I opened the box and I opened up and there's nothing in there. But what I realize is things that we don't know or we don't have access to is our minds create these crazy stories. Now, the information around the Illuminati, they are a group of people that are accessing. So, so for example, let me, let me go back. To, let me take out the Illuminati. What I do know, what I do know is a very, I don't know if we call them smart individuals, but people who understand mindset for a very long time, this could be church organizations. They realize that if they can keep people out of access to 33, the higher consciousness, and they could get human beings in the left hemisphere of their brain, that they could control and move us any way they want. Think about that. Some of the biggest churches in the world are the biggest investment companies in the world that are nonprofit organizations that are sovereign. Think about that. So if you can get people to walk in there and give them your money and make them think they have to look outside themselves for a savior, you now can move that person any way you want, right? So these mystiques around these organizations and things like that, anybody can create their own secret society. It's just a group of people who have a belief system. Now, yeah, and so the cool thing about this and why people say, that's why I don't go against anybody. What, what, what people don't understand is we now have access. So as Ken and I sit here, we have access to phones, we have access to information. So our parents used to have to go to the library and, and look through an encyclopedia and read, and they'd have to go to like Egypt and look at documents if they really wanted to get the truth. You literally can look all this stuff up now, higher consciousness, look up the gateway project from the CIA. How many of you have looked that up? It literally shows you how to connect your left and right hemisphere of the brain together. I went through the whole training. So the worst thing the government could have ever done to me is they locked me down for COVID. Not, you know, I, I followed the rules. So I purposely did because we owned it. We own a gym. And so during the C word, I was, I, I got exposed to it. So we followed it. So we didn't have to shut our gym down. I locked myself in a hotel and I found this, one of our warriors sent me the gateway. It's, it's undeclassified. You can all go read it. Go look it up. Gateway Project from the CIA. They literally practice bringing the left and right hemisphere of the brain together in clairvoyance and manifestation. They literally prove from the CIA that manifestation is real, that if you can connect your brain, your left and right hemisphere of the brain together, you can connect to your heart. You can create through creation, through intuition, and bring things into 3D reality. So I went through the gate. So I took 14 days and I did the gateway project all the way through. And I was able to connect my left and right hemisphere of my brain together to access higher consciousness. That was my great awakening. And I was like, wow, this well, is the gateway cool. project. The gateway say, project. Yeah. Yeah, it's declassified. I have all the documents. Wow. The gateway project. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I highly recommend you get, you guys have access to this stuff. I have, yes, yeah, right here. So I have it, the whole thing right here. This is the whole unclassified document. Wow. Yeah. You can actually read through it. So this is the type of stuff I do, guys. I go through this stuff. The Department of the Army. Yep. So this is going to go through. So this is the, so this is your task to provide the assessment of the gateway experience in terms, its mechanisms and ultimate practicality. And you can go through all the experiences. It's not declassified. This is not anything that you're going to try. You don't put it in the, uh, in Look the at chat. This. You can share the link. Here it is. There we are. That's gonna... the link to the document there. This is the consciousness energy grid, left That's hemisphere, insane. right hemisphere of the brain. So I be I practice this stuff. So I become wow. a professional at connecting my left and right hemisphere of my brain. So if you look at the left hemisphere, it acts like the mind's computer and software to reduce input for the right hemisphere, verbal symbols and concepts. The right hemisphere reduces three dimension holographic images. So when you get into the right hemisphere of the brain, you can actually bring things into 3D form. That's what I've done the last five years. I created all of this through using my imagination, connecting my heart and brain together, imagining as if it already exists and creating the feeling, the smells, the touch, the things, and then eventually I just have to move forward and then it has to come into 3D reality. That's why most people, the fact is why most people that are negative, everything happens to them, right? And so let's think about this for just a moment. If you know that that stuff is true, would you, if you wanted to keep power, would you let people know about that? Or would you, okay, let's, let me, let me trip you guys out a little bit. Okay. So anything that allows you to live is illegal. Ayahuasca, San Pedro, psilocybin, anything that heals you is illegal. That allows you to live. Anything that is makes you evil or brings out spirits is legal. Alcohol. So think about it. Yeah, the word alcohol in Arabic 
directly translates to body eating spirit alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, so no wonder it's banned in uh, you know Islamic uh, countries, man. So no wonder. Very, very smart. And so what happens is, is so, and it's not, but the, the great thing about this, this is not like people are like, oh gosh, they're evil people. You all, every one of us has a choice to act differently. You don't have to follow these rules that they're, you know, I go to Peru and I work with shamans and plant medicines. You don't have to, it's legal. It's legal there. And their, their economy seems to work. They seem to be happy. They're a hundred years behind us. Everything seems to work there. <laughs> they don't worry about the same shit we do. They're happy. They have food. They have shelter. Right. If they have something they're working on, the community comes together, they access deeper, higher consciousness. They believe in God. They really, really, really believe in God. The families play outside. They play soccer together. They connect. They're in higher consciousness. Then you come to the freest land in the world, America. We have the most obesity, opiate abuse, suicide, domestic violence in the freest country in USA is the world. It's, it's really, really bad. It's yeah, really I'm proud bad. to be an American, but because of I've taken advantage of the ability to be an American, to walk, to talk, to think with freedom and build companies. But it, it, it's the really the thing that I think that like these, let's just say secret societies, what they've done is they allowed these people in secret societies to access the stuff I'm talking about, the higher consciousness. And they're like, whoa, holy shit, I can manifest whatever I want. If I want to be wealthy, I can. And they didn't want to get that down to the people because when the love of power, they know that the, the power of love will overtake the love of power. So the love of power is so strong. The Balenciaga thing, uh, the FTX thing, the love of power is so strong that these people don't want to let go and they will watch themselves. They will follow themselves all the way into a demise in a dark place, which is hell on earth. Right. And then it transitions back into higher consciousness. Someone has to go through tragedy or be inspired. And it's just this vicious cycle. And so like the way that I think that the world needs to heal is through it. it it's a seed. It, it's, it's micro to macro, not macro to micro. Everybody's going out there and protesting and doing all that stuff. That doesn't do anything. If you want peace, you have to be peaceful. If you want love, you have to be loving, right? If you want to be wealthy, you have to feel wealthy first, especially if you've never experienced wealth. That's what happened to me. I kept trying to gain wealth and I kept losing it because I'd never experienced it. I never, I didn't even know how to hold it. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it looked like. I wasn't around the right people. I didn't have the right wise counsel. So the people I was communicating with and taking counsel from had never had any money and I kept losing my money. And so um, I highly recommend you guys dive into this stuff, but the stuff, it's not that exciting. I mean, the gateway project, you're literally lit. You can listen to it. Uh, it was on YouTube and they took it down. I just showed a link dude. If you can share it with everybody, look in oh, the private you? chats um, so that everybody can access this document. So this is yeah. the, uh, the gateway project. Uh, uh, project, um, the full declassified information from the U.S. Army, uh, thirty-page document. So, if you guys just click that link, the Coach TV is going to share with you now. Um, you can access. I'm going to print that out. Dude. That's yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty remarkable. You'll see that basically what they started to do is because what because what happens is, fam, when we come so. Let's walk through like when we're born, right? We come through the womb and we come into this world and we come into this world, pure subconscious. So my son is turning seven. He has one more year of subconscious. So he has no conscious mind. He doesn't have a thinking mind. He's in the pure unconscious awareness. So he's just programming. So in the womb, all the way to eight years old, you're being programmed. And that's why children one minute will be really happy. And then the next minute they'll be sad. They literally move from present moment to present moment to present moment to present moment. Then when we get to about eight years old, we get what's called a conscious mind, a thinking mind, right? And so right now, a lot of you are listening to this and some of you based on your programming when you were a child, that's why they get to us so early is you're responding to this a certain way. So when we talk about Luminati's may, may make people feel really uncomfortable and you're mind is giving you an emotional response and it shuts you down or it turns you on or it makes you angry. And so those are all, that's why I don't judge other people because how can I get another person to change? All I can do is change myself because here, here Ken and I are in completely, we, we, we grew up in completely different situations. He's been free forever. How can I judge Ken or discount what he's doing because I don't, I'm not in his living experience, but we can come together with our information to rise together, right? Without judgment, being positive and learning from each other and growing from each other. And everybody's like, for example, the whole thing with like BitBoy, I don't agree with it. I wouldn't do that with my life. I wouldn't put my life in danger like that, but that's his paradigm. He has to live that paradigm. He has to understand that there's an equal or lesser reaction to what he's doing. Some people think it's noble. Some people think it's crazy. So you just got to read the comments. I have We're just having our own human experiences, living our own paradigms, doing our own thing. 
100%. And that's what they don't want us to know, fam, is they want you to think that you have to react to every single thing on the news and that they remember every circumstance is neutral. Your emotions are not. So every circumstance is neutral. Some one person can get hit in the face and walk away and another person will get hit in the face and knock the shit out of somebody. Everybody responds differently to situations. One person will get diagnosed with cancer and they'll tell everybody about it and they'll feed all this negative energy into it and they'll die six months later. Another person can get diagnosed with cancer and say it doesn't exist in my body. And they start doing subconscious mind programming. They start fasting they, they, and they beat the cancer. Same, same situation, completely different response. And when you start to understand that, you become powerful beyond measure. That's what Christ was teaching us is that it's written that you are kings. You are powerful beyond measure. It is not nobody, no man nor woman can touch your spirit. You choose to give up your spirit. The Balenciaga thing, man, when she responded like that, she's selling her soul for money. That's just what she's doing. She's definitely sold her soul, dude. 100%. So, There's so many people out there that have sold their soul and their lifeless vessels just reading off of a script and fulfilling yep. an agenda. <clears throat> yep, yep. So some questions here. So, uh, Ken, are you ever coming to the Essex, uh, bro? Essex is a part of London. And um, if you want to spin in the Ferrari, come over to uh, Dubai and, uh, and and give me a message. I'm always keen on meeting up with uh, those who follow the show and uh, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, guys. Just uh, hit me up. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you. Um, I've been, I've seen poor families in Mexico that are a lot happier. That's truth, man. I mean, in Peru there, I mean, they, okay. I was there for 11 days after a while. I'm like, dude, I want to get back to the creature comforts. I like driving my fast car around. I enjoy that shit, man. I'm my top down and like driving the car. And like, like after a while, I'm being honest, I, I enjoyed the creature comforts. There's no fast food where we, where I was at there. There's major poverty, but everybody walked by, buenos dias, hola. It's like everybody's happy. And are they faking it? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. They all have food. They all have shelter. You know, one dude's around, knocked on the gate at like nine o'clock at night. He's selling empanadas, man, hustling, like trying to make money for his family. He's like, hey, he seemed genuinely happy, dude. He's out there. He's not, but they're not focused on the same things we're not. They're not buried in their cell phones. My, my shaman, I stayed at this place. Doesn't even have a TV. They don't watch TV. I was like, hey, have you seen? He used to be a UFC guy. And he's like, yeah, I haven't really been watching anything. And their daughter runs around in the garden and just, you know, they call it the garden baby. She doesn't have access to just normal things. It's really well, what we consider normal. So I heard Talking this. About TV, dude. Um, I, um, I don't uh, watch TV either. I've got about six TVs in the house that I'm in just now. They haven't ever been on since we moved in. Um, I haven't had a television since 2012. And yesterday, I deleted all of my news applications, mm. BBC, Sky News, get rid of them. Mm. Yeah, it's, just, it's negative stuff, man. If I didn't have to report it, I wouldn't. You know, one thing that I've changed uh, for myself, too, thank you for bringing that up, Ken, because it's important because what you see, right? So when I got back from Peru, I've been really religious. At 2 o'clock, I cut off, and, and you know, people are like, oh, he looks like he works. I do work a lot. I'm very effective from 3.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., and then after that, I'm with my kids. Like I, have, I do not work after 2 p.m., what I started doing too is I cut out social media and then my evening is done doing Christ consciousness studying, whether that's subconscious mind programming. Uh, I've, I'm studying the uh, apo Apocrypha. A lot of people are giving me hate for that, but I'm studying all the books that were removed from the Bible. I highly recommend. So th this is what I encourage people to do is look at it from all sides. That way you can get a different view of things, right? Because, you know, there's, there's, there was, I, I hear different things. There was 14 books, 48 books, 52 books, I don't know, taken out of the Bible. Now you have to ask yourself, why were certain books taken out of the Bible? They said they weren't relevant, they weren't relevant to God's word, but the word is, the Bible is man's impartation of God, or they said it's God's written word. So why did, why does a man get to choose what comes out of the Bible, right? And so when you read in these books, these apocrypha, you're like, holy cow, the book of Thomas, my favorite one, seeking you will find find and you'll be disturbed. Once you're disturbed, you'll be astonished. And then you realize you're the king. That was the account of Thomas writing about what Jesus said. And he's like, Hey, listen, dude, you're a king, man. What are you doing? And that was taken out. And so they say, well, it's not relevant to God's word. I'm like, interesting, but who decides what's relevant to your relationship with God? And that's the way that I look at it. So I don't have a religion. I just believe in, I believe in the principles of Jesus. I don't even, People are going to say it's blasphemy. I don't even know if he truly walked on this earth. I, I wasn't here. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's a made-up story, but the story works for me. I follow the principles, 
and my life is way better than it was five years ago and 16 years ago. So something's working, right? I was talking to somebody about this morning. I was like, you know, I'm a good person. You know, I, I have financial freedom now. I have a great relationship with my daughter, great relationship with my son, great relationship with my family, my exes. I have a great relationship. So either I'm going to go to hell for that <laughs> or I fix something, right? And the only thing that changed in me was being unconditionally loving without expectations of other and working harder on myself than I do anything else. And then I started to listen to everybody, man. I started to like, not, well, sorry, wise counsel. For example, financially wise counsel. I started to connect with people like you that had wealth and really, I stopped listening to people who were broke, being honest, around the wealth side of it, <laughs> just being transparent. I stopped taking advice from people who were broke. And then when I started to look at Christ consciousness, when people would judge me and tell me I'm blasphemous, I'd look at their life and I'm like, you're just speaking from a book, dude. Like, you're not a Christian. You don't live Christ-like, like you go to a church, man. Like, and then you go off and flip people off on the freeway and you're talking shit on your social media. I'm like, that's not a Christian. Like Christian is Christ-like, right? That's loving, kind, non-judgmental. You know, if someone's a Muslim or Church of Latter-day Saints, you shouldn't judge them, allow them to be who they are. Maybe you can learn something from them. And so exactly. I, don't, I don't know why I'm exactly. talking. But yeah. Um, oh, Twitter. I just saw this too. Is this true? Twitter started accepting Dogecoin. Doge to the moon. Nah. I saw something about that too. We'll have to look that up while we're talking. Um, I read The Four Agreements While You're Improved. God, what a great book, man. That book is, what is it? Uh, don't take things personally. What are the four agreements again? It's such a great book. Such a great book. Um, peace and prosperity are great, but you guys oh, sound so feminized by saying that the universe has a way oh, of really? handling things and humans don't have to do anything in the face of evil. I think he's calling you a woman. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I am kind of yeah, Have you checked your estrogen levels uh, anytime <laughs> recently? Peace I actually got my results in today. For your testosterone we'll uh, see interesting so yeah. let's i would like to address this comment so it says saying that the universe has a way of handling things but not doing anything in the face of evil so what jesus taught me is in the face of evil you turn away from it right so if you focus on evil so let's give an example right um there's there's three different mirrors let's let's look at it this way mirror one is when you change yourself internally eventually you'll start to see that in the physical world then there's mirror number two right the thing that you judge all the time. So if you're always looking for an evil force, you're always consecrated. Guess what? What you judge will show up in your reality. So I'm just coming from personal experience. Since I started focusing on myself and my Christ consciousness and being loving in my heart, I don't have evil things happening in my life. My life has been really, really, really positive. So in changing internally, all the evil things stopped which is interesting. So I don't know. I, I, I do believe there's evil, man. There's crazy ass shit going on out there. There's really, really dark freaking people. And I don't condone that at all. I just put a post up with Kim Kardashian. I'm like, dude, this is selling your soul, man. She's dark. She's a dark individual. That's, that's gross. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that um, evil does not exist. Um, and I, but the thing too, is I could protect my family if it does come up to me. Like that's a big, but I'm not attracting it into my life. I'm not, sitting there showing my kids how evil the world is. I'm showing them how abundant it is, how amazing it is and how to, I do expose them to what's dark about it so they can protect themselves. So appreciate the comment. I understand what you're saying. Uh, but I definitely think that there is, um, it's not that you don't do anything, but what are you going to do? So are you going to go to Klaus Schwab's house and knock on his door? I mean, or are you going to be the change that you want to see, right? Until you have enough money to flip the system, you just have to be who you are, right? So that's my whole thing is I'm, I'm not an armchair quarterback anymore, man. I'm going to get as wealthy as I can so I can change the rules. Elon's doing it. He bought Twitter, right? So things like that. So it's not like, yeah, doing something is becoming what you want to see in the world, in my opinion. So I'm sure as well that everybody that's listening to the show wants to get an answer to the ultimate question. Mm -hmm. How can I build wealth for myself? because it's not about getting a job and it's not about starting a business. And for those of you guys who've listened to this show for long enough, you know that my wealth has been built through buying businesses. Yes. Now, what I am seeing happening is a replay of what happened back in 2007. Okay. That was the recession. So that's when the most amount of millionaires are minted. That's when the most amount of opportunity there is on the table. So as a contributor to this show, I want you guys to learn from what I have done in the past, which are very basic steps in order to build wealth for myself, which started just with buying businesses, cleaning businesses, drainage cleaning businesses, pat testing companies, you know, you're doing electrical testing, lots of small different businesses. 
had no business experience at all. And uh, let me just share something with you guys, okay? I'll just bring this up, share screen. Okay, I put together a very simple, very, very simple program, okay? It's called the Business Buying Challenge. And inside this five-day program, it breaks down everything that I have done in order to buy a business with no money down, okay? For anything from a basic business to a $50 million manufacturing company, the principles are exactly the same. So since it's Black Friday, I was going to end this offer yesterday. I've extended it until today. We get 95% off just now. And if we put the prices back up, that would be a mathematically a 2,000% increase in cost. It's 97 bucks, and you have access immediately to seven plus hours of business buying trading. So this is for everybody, anybody who wants to build wealth and exit the matrix, this is for you. Immediate access to the deal makers community. We've got a thousand or nearly a thousand deal makers which you can network with and access to our business buying toolkit and a private invitation to our exclusive events. So this is a genuine program. I've been doing this for a long time, guys. My students have bought yep. more than 10 companies so far this year. This is the stuff that I live and breathe. I'm just a normal guy. I was working at McDonald's. I don't have any special business qualifications. All I wanted to do is learn how I can escape the matrix because freedom is the most important thing for me. And that's why I've decided two years ago to come and put these programs together in order to help you achieve freedom and prosperity. Love it. Love it. Yes, and then can they find it? Do you have the link or can you send it in the private chat? I can of put it in course, there? yeah, that, that's the yeah. businessbangchallenge.com. Let me just pop this in here. Yeah, if you throw in the private chat, I'll pop it up for everybody. No, actually, but it's a great opportunity, guys. You know, the for 97 bucks, it's the price of a, a meal out with the family. Just invest it in yourself and become a better version of who you are today. It's called leveling up. Yep. gaining knowledge, investing in yourself. And then, not you know, somebody sent me a message today and said, Ken, how many books do you read a week? I said, I don't really read a lot of books per week. I'm too busy innovating. Sometimes mm -hmm. I go on YouTube, audio, uh, audible.com, and I just kind of you know, listen to a little bit of the book if I've got a spare hour in the evening uh, or if I'm going to go to sleep sometimes with a book. But I don't spend my day reading books. I spend my day innovating in meaningful meetings and doing things which create value. So that's the difference. It doesn't matter how many books you read, guys. You want to be getting in amongst knowledge like this, networking with the right people, and then taking the knowledge and then taking mm. action. And this breaks it down for you step by step. So I can very safely say for the sake of 97 bucks, it's probably going to be the best investment uh, or it will be the best investment that you ever make if you take action, if yeah, you know what's so interesting too. It's well, it's not interesting. When I went through, I went through your uh, big the big boot camp, and the knowledge is unbelievable. Like the stuff that I learned is a skill set I learned because we got you know people approached us for equity and companies, which is a little bit different. They weren't leveraged buyouts. People would come to us and it gave us the skills to have proper conversations around Nibitha, right? And basically understanding how to value a business was really important. So as people were coming to us and saying, "Hey, we want your skills." They would ask for either us to invest in the company or and they say, hey, we want your skills. We want to hire you for your skills. And I'm like, I'll take equity. And so it, it changed my brain to take equity instead of being paid for my skills. And so when I saw that the company had some value, I'm like, hey, listen, I, I'll take 10 percent equity. So it's an interesting dynamic how your brain switches by having this type of knowledge because we're always looking for that quick money. Right. So it's like, oh, instead of taking a pay to provide a service, I now have equity in these companies that could be million dollar, billion dollar companies in the future. So. Well, that's it. And, and the thing is this, that you don't need money to make money. This is something that we've been brainwashed to believe. It doesn't matter how much money you've got in the bank. Buying businesses with LBO strategies, leverage buyouts, doesn't take any money. And we break it down. In fact, I'm going to be uh, building a new program, which all of you guys will get access to free of charge if you're joining this business buying challenge. And uh, probably in about eight hours' time, I'll be killing that offer because, of course, Black Friday is now coming to an end. But I just want you all to believe um, I was broke. I had no money at all. And that's how I discovered buying businesses with no money down. And to put it into perspective, okay, it's a bit like buying a house with mm -hmm. a mortgage. 
Um, it's like buying uh, a property, like I did with a little bit of debt um, in Spain, and the bank actually gave me 113% mortgage so wow. that I could then pay off some of the developer debts for the property. So you can do the same thing with the business. You can buy some of their debts. You can buy the, um, you can get access to the, how do I explain this in, in, in layman's terms? What you're, what you're doing is you're taking the uh, all of the debts that the business has, and then you're buying that, deducting that from the purchase price. You're taking the net assets of the business, and then you're raising loans internally within that company in order to make your down payment to buy that business out. And then we're using the sellers as banks. We call it seller finance. And then usually um, that would allow us to achieve a zero cash down payments. Sometimes we bring investors to the table. Sometimes we don't even need banks. I did the deal earlier earlier on this year with one of my students. He bought a manufacturing company in London. And all it was, was 50% of seller finance. And the other 50% we drafted in an investor where we resold the equity on a 5x, mm. but we bought the business on a 2 or a 3x, which meant that we didn't need to give away so much of that business. So instead of giving away 50%, we gave away about 15 or 20% of that particular business. So, uh, there are so when you understand how to skin the cat, and this is a, you know, it's a bit like painting a picture. You're painting one color, which mm-hmm. works with the next. Once you understand how to paint that picture, everything becomes clear. Yeah. So cool. You know, I, I want to read this comics. This is really cool. So uh, Selman, so, who is now the CEO of Collecti Labs. So think about how how deep connections are. So Selman reached out to me. Who Selman is in the Warrior Academy. Selman reached out to me, introduced me to Ken. We had Ken on the show. I went through Ken's program. Selman and I flew out to Dubai to meet Ken. After that, we came back. Selman started a company called Collecti, which is an NFT company. Now we're opening uh, Collecti in Dubai. So he's going to set up the accounts in Dubai. So Collecti is our NFT incubator. We're now launching X Royalty on January 11, 2023. That's how quickly things can happen with Connections Warriors by being around the right people in the right frequency in the right environment. Think about that. Selman was a student a year and a half ago, man, joined the academy. Now he's the CEO of a company that we're about to launch an NFT project that's going to take over the world on XRPL. Promise you. And it's just, it's, it's, it goes into that hemi-sync that I, that I was talking about, guys, is what we teach people in the academy is how to tap in, tap into your creative side. This world has taken you so far out of creation and we're so scared of taking risks. They taught you that failure is bad. Failure is part of the process. You have to fail to build foundation. It's not failure unless you quit. If you keep on going, it's not failure. They're just learning lessons, right? And so remember when you come home from a test, I remember in our schooling system, if I had an F, no, your dad's going to get you when you get home. So every time I got an F, I was so scared to fail. So when I was in corporate and I was getting ready to walk out, I'm like, oh, shit, my pops is going to say something. And I was like, screw it. No, I, failure is part of the process. And I failed my way to success. And I'm not saying that, you know, that you should fail or you're trying to fail, but it's part of the process. And so think about that. I think it's just really cool. He's going to be coming to Dubai to get the bank account set up. Very excited. Now, I can't wait to see you, Selman. And uh, you hit me up with the message and we'll be uh, spending some nice time together here in Dubai. So cool, man. Um, the four agreements. Yes. Be impeccable with your word. I highly recommend everybody reads the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. <clears throat> Don't make assumptions and always do your best. If you really dive into those four, be impeccable with your words, right? Why does he say be impeccable with your words? Because in the, in the beginning was God and the word, right? In the beginning was the word and the word was God. So whatever you say, I am behind the words I am becomes your truth. Don't take things personally. Like I said, everybody's living a different, it's powerful. And then don't make assumptions. Making assumptions makes an ass out of you because you're making assumptions based on, you don't know what's going on in that person's paradigm. I have no idea what, up until Ken and I got onto the show 10 minutes before, I don't know what Ken went through during his day. I can't make, say he comes on, we're fine, but say Ken came in all frazzled and frustrated and pissed off. I can't make assumptions that he's mad at me if I feel something that's, Ask a question. Hey, Ken, how's your day going? Oh, I had all this frustration things. So now, but if I just made an assumption, I might think it's me and create a vibration and feeling in my body that doesn't even need to exist, right? And we do this all the time in relationships and then always do your best. That's all you can do every single day. You know, do your best every single day. So thank you for that. I'm going to buy that boot right now. It looks amazing. It's short. Four agreements, a wisdom book. Mm -hmm. Yep. Simple book to read. Super easy. 
Thanks for the recommendation, whoever sent that over. Yep. Says Ken helped us well set, to set up the business. Thank you, thank you, Ken. Appreciate you, man. Uh, the more things you try, the more you can bring in next effort. Oh, we're coming up on an hour by fast. Holy God, holy cow. <clears throat> Let's see. We need a couple more comments. Self-evolving, self-generating without you or I. What are you gonna do? I love that. Be creative, legendary wisdom. All right, Warriors, we're at the top of the hour. I know it's really late in Dubai. Thank you, Ken, for taking this time as well. Just so you guys know, uh, going forward, unless something happens, you'll see the announcement. We're gonna move this to so it'll be at 8 a.m. Arizona time. So right now we did 10 a.m. Arizona time. Yep, that's the book, Four Agreements. Amazing, amazing book. So we're gonna do 8 a.m. Arizona time. The Good Morning Crypto Show is at 9 a.m. So Ken and I will kick it off, and then the Good Morning Crypto Show will come on right after that we just don't want to um, stack them up arizona is really weird we don't change time we're one of the only states in the country that doesn't change time and i think that changes next year so hopefully it'll be one more year of this confusing stuff uh, but we appreciate you guys make sure you check out the business buyer challenge i'll actually put that in the description of this video also make sure you check out ken's youtube channel if you just go to the description of this video or you go to the title of the video you can click his name make sure you subscribe to his channel like and comment we love you guys we appreciate you as we always say Thank warriors you. Rise. Rise. Let's get together. Let's go. Love you guys. Have a great day.